everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. We're identical twin sisters from Southern California. While we may look exactly alike, sometimes we think that's all we have in common. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and hang out with us for a little bit. This is Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. <laughs> I didn't do the clap last time. That was not very loud this time, twin. No. Yeah, well... I don't know what's going on with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound very loud. There we go. All right. A little bit better. <laughs> All right. Hello. Hi. Hi twin. Hello, everyone listening. How are you doing today, Twin? I am doing great. It's beautiful and 70 degrees here, so Sweet. loving it. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Welcome to the Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. I am Amber, and that other voice you hear that sounds like mine is our, my co, we co-host together, co-host. I don't know if we've pinned that down quite yet, but my additional host, twin host, fellow host, fellow host. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and thank you guys again so much for listening and keeping up with us. Um, if you haven't already followed us on our social media, please do so. All those links are in our description box or the show notes, depending on where you, where you are listening. If you are listening to us on YouTube, please make sure you have hit that bell so you can get notified every Wednesday when we have a new podcast. But on that note, what's been going on with you this week, Twin? Um, so I don't know. Nothing too crazy has been going on. I've just, we've had this week, um, this is I think like what week two or three of like my fourth challenge at F45 and people keep asking me if I'm like, are you doing the challenge? And I'm like, am I doing the challenge? That's still up for debate. (laughs) I did go get weighed and everything, but, and like scanned, but I am just happy where I'm at. And like the progress that I want to make is not going to happen in 45 days. Like I'm really wanting to focus on like body recomposition and like doing a whole entire body recomp in freaking 45 days is would be is very intense and very hard. So I'm just like, you know what? I'd rather I'm happy where I'm at. I'm at a super healthy weight. I'm at a super healthy body fat percentage and everything. So I'm like, I'm just going to stick where I'm at for right now and enjoy my life and enjoy my body and keep working out. Um, and this week's challenge was to do usually they say do five cardios, cardio workouts. But they changed it to just doing two double cardios. Oh, really? Which is, yeah. Are you sitting, are you messaging? I can hear tweedling. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> um, the, I can hear like that, you know, that noise that they, I keep it makes when it. I never remember to put my computer on silent. <laughs> yeah, I can. It is, it is on silent now. I always get emails or text or something in the middle of <laughs> podcasts. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm not really doing the challenge, but I am, you know, continuing to maintain and, you know, if there's like physical challenges that they have us do at the end of class or whatever, I'm totally down for that kind of stuff. But other than that, like, are you still doing, yeah, like, not really like cleanse situation that you were doing or like not a cleanse, but like you were doing like a zero sugar. Are you still doing that? Twin, what is going on? 
I'm sorry. I was trying to silence my watch. I'm a hot mess over here, guys. I'm sorry. I was trying to silence my watch. I just I hear that. Silence my computer, and I probably should silence my phone also. Okay, all the things are on silent. I'm so sorry. Okay, do we have it together over there? <laughs> Sheesh. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I... I wasn't doing a cleanse. I don't know. I wasn't doing a cleanse. Not a cleanse, but you said that you were cutting all, like cutting all processed sugar or whatever out for this 45 days, right? I swear you told me. I don't know. Did I say that? Jesse's doing that. Right. You said that to me. You said that you were making an adjustment on what you were eating for the 45 days. Yeah, I was going to, but I don't want to. Oh, okay. Okay. So like going into the challenge, I was like, I'm going to start doing all the things. And I'm like, no, I already lost 27 pounds. I'm extremely fit and in shape and probably above average fitness. So I'm fine being where I'm at, yeah, being I'm above average fitness for right now. So, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. But anyways, how's your week going? Um, good. The main thing that's happened, uh, this week was Landon's third, uh, doctor's appointment, his birthday. By the time this podcast comes out, his birthday will have just passed, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. So he, uh, he turns three this week. And so Yay! we took him to do his third doctor's appointment. And because of COVID, his birthday is April 10th. And because of COVID, if you guys can do the math, the world was shut down on his birth, on his second birthday. Um, so it was, yeah. we did like, cu- we did a cupcake for him at home. We made cupcakes and Ashley and Derek and Phoenix came over to our apartment and we did like a little family mini birthday situation for Landon. I ordered him a bunch of stuff on Amazon and Pat, we, like we did a kind of, a, we did an at home birthday for Landon last year. Dude, I feel like you've been a parent for like 12 years <laughs> and Landon <laughs> is only three. Like I swear, yes, thinking I about the fact intense, three years of his life, like for real, all the things, like the fact that he's only going to be three, like baffles, baffles my mind. When you just said he turned two last year, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Yeah. That is so crazy. We, um, his doctor's appointment, I was a little nervous about his doctor's appointment because I was like, he's going to have to get, we missed his two year old doctor's appointment. That's where I was getting at. So I was like, he's going to have to get all the shots. This is, oh my gosh, I'm so not looking forward to this. And when I tell you my son was a superhero trooper, he was giggling like they were taking, checking his hemoglobin. If you don't have a kid, you've never done this. But basically they prick your kids either foot or heel and they get take blood out of it and test their their iron levels basically. Um, regular adults get hemoglobin tests when I've never once gotten a hemoglobin test. You probably did when you were pregnant. Is that okay, maybe. Is that maybe is that what they, they take that thing and then they squeeze a bunch of blood into a little vial? Yeah. I don't I don't really need to squeeze a bunch of blood out of my fingers. I'm, I don't but maybe that's what it is and they just never told me cuz they always say well we're going to prick your finger. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, that's to check that's to do hemoglobin tests to check your iron levels. Okay. I know this because they always tell me that I'm deficient. So Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that that was what it was. Was So when she asked me, I was like, oh yeah, he's had this done multiple times. I didn't know that's what it was, what they were doing. So I guess I need to be more informed, but regardless, they did that. <laughs> he thought it was funny. Um, it bothered him not at all. And she was and Landon doesn't bleed a lot. So she really had to like squeeze his little tiny toe to get some blood out of it. Um, and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he doesn't cry. And I'm just like holding him in my lap and he's totally fine. He got one shot. Um, it scared him a little bit, but Cause, cause he wasn't looking at her when she poked him. Um, (laughs) 
but he was so he's he's super smart. Um, the doctor said he's hyper verbal, hyper communicative. So he's you guys have never met my son, but man, does that kid talk a lot? He talks so much for for a little boy, and he says all the sentences, and he sings songs, and he tells stories, and so I don't know why taking my kid to the doctor and having a doctor tell me that he's awesome makes me feel great, but it really does. Like I'm like, you know what? You're right. I did raise an awesome kid. He is smart and healthy. So that was great. It's very yeah. validating. It is. It's very validating. I feel great. I feel like I got some parent points this week, which are parent points are needed. <laughs> so, all right. So on that, um, off that topic, we are going to get into our actual topic for this podcast, which is, uh, I'm pretty excited about it because man, was this album good. If y'all missed that Demi Lovato dropped a new album, y'all need to mm-hmm. get your Spotify up or hit up your iTunes or whatever. Do people still buy music on iTunes? I don't know, but Apple music. Yeah. Apple music. Um, yeah. You guys need to listen to this album because it is so good. So I'm sure everybody is already, not everybody, but a lot of people have heard her new song, Anyone, that she performed at the Grammys right before like the whole COVID shutdown happened. She performed Anyone. And it was a song written from her, like from her perspective, right, like right before she um, got, she basically relapsed at some point. And um, that song was her song that she wrote in response to her relapse, basically like her emotions before she decided to do what she did. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was a very sad song, very heartfelt. Google it. um, The Grammy performance, man, it'll probably, if it doesn't make you cry, like you're not listening to the words. It is. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful. So she spent her 2020 writing an amazing album. um, And so we're going to give our little, our thoughts and our opinions on it. And Hopefully it encourages you guys to go take a listen and go on this journey that she kind of took us on. Um, yeah. I like doing these album reviews because the last one we did was the Taylor Swift album review. Yeah. yeah. So I think every once in a while we have an album that like really touches us. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, do you want to go song by song or do you want to just like highlight certain songs or yeah, just kind of like discuss it? Yeah. So the story, I guess I'll give you guys a little bit of a story behind the album. There's a couple of songs on this that are, specific to like true story of headlines yeah that have happened to her the whole album though is a journey of her life over you know basically or kind of her whole life um but basically like her her drug addiction and alcohol addiction like her just addiction issues her depression issues things that she's dealt with which most people know publicly that she's dealt with them eating um her eating disorder and her insecurities and all that stuff um so the main theme of it, it's kind of, st- it starts off with three songs. It starts the album with anyone and it goes three songs, dancing with the devil is the next one. And, um, and then it does one more song, which is, um, called Lo- Madison's lullaby. That song is about her, um, sister. Her parents told her she couldn't see her sister until she got sober. She got mm-hmm. sober and then relapsed. And, um, when she woke up out of her coma, uh, her sister was the first person she saw. Her sister was sitting right there with her when she woke up. So she wrote a song to her. Um, it's Madison's lullaby. Her sister's a, like, n- is not a baby. She's like a, a, a person. I don't know if she's like in her twenties or not, but she's in the, she's like either at least a late teen, early twenties. Um, so she's not a little baby, but it is a song to her, basically thanking her for being there to support her, that she loves her, that she'll always be there for her. She never wanted her to see, she's like, I never wanted you to see me this way and dealing with all this stuff, but I'm so glad that you're here in my life. So that's a fantastic song. Great story. 
Um, Dancing with the Devil is obvious. The video for Dancing with the Devil is freaking awesome. I watched it today. Heart wrenching. Yeah, it's it's just it's her telling her entire story, like the story of her overdosing, and it, it, the album is in chronological order. Anyone is about feeling yeah. alone, which was, which is what led her up to Dancing with the Devil. Which one of the lyrics in the song is like you know talking about how she just wanted to have one glass of wine. She's earned it. She's been sober for so long. Like I can totally have just a glass of wine. And that one glass of wine turned into her overdosing on heroin. A heroin overdose. Yeah, a heroin overdose. It put her in the hospital and like, you know, she was in a coma and then woke up and couldn't see for like, I don't know if it was hours or days, but she could not see. Um, and then it, then that goes into her waking up from her coma, which is the Madison's lullaby. Then she does a small intro, um, to the second half of the album. To break down like what the album's going to be about. Yeah. And honestly, when I heard it, I thought I was like, did I listen to the album backwards? Like, cause it's, cause yeah, it's me so too. Good. Yeah. The intro came three songs in. And so when I actually listened to the intro, I was like, Oh, that makes sense. I understand why she put this because the album's called dancing with the devil, the heart of a, the heart of starting over. So it's dancing with the devil. And then she does an intro and then the heart of the art of starting over is the song after the intro. So it, she, it's a parallel. She's paralleling like two aspects of her life so she doesn't focus the whole album on like the struggles she focuses the rest of the album of the things that she's learned and she's overcome so the rest of the songs kind of lean towards that um so i think my favorite one on the second it's like a kind of old testament new testament situation she's got going on with the album but uh mm-hmm. melon cake is another great story i'll let ashley tell you because she had to tell me because when i heard the song i understood what she was talking about but I didn't yeah. I knew that there had to have been – I was like, what is so special about Melon Cake? So you want to tell the story behind that song? Yeah. So like you mentioned earlier, um, she struggled a lot with eating disorders like her whole life. And the eating disorders stem from being in an environment where every, no, everybody wanted to control her. And one of the main ways they wanted to control her was to control what she ate. Um, which is how she developed an eating disorder was because she would like legit get in trouble – if she ate sweets. Um, so she told the story on Ellen that she um, was, she asked Ellen or Ellen came around. She's like, I didn't, somebody told me something backstage that I didn't know. And she was like, you probably could tell the story, but I was told that whenever you've been on my show, which is tons of times that they remove all of the sweets and stuff that we leave for you in your dressing room, that you're not allowed to have it. And they remove it before you get there. And she was like, Oh yeah, they always do that. And Ellen was like, what? She was like, yeah. And she's like, she's like, not only that, but when I was younger, she was like, this is the first year. And she's, I don't know how how old she is. I think she's like 25, 26. This is the first year that I've had an actual cake on my birthday. Every other year, they would cut up a piece of melon and throw a candle in it, and that was my birthday cake. She's 28. 28. Okay. So that so she tells that story, and um, it was just so um, kind of eye-opening that the people in her life were that – like, controlled her that much. Like, you can't have birthday cake. Like what kind of message, and especially being somebody going into the fitness industry, that is the worst. Me- if you on your birthday eat the damn cake, man. Like what are we serious? Especially since she's a ba- she was a baby, a baby. Eat like Thanksgiving dinner, eat your Christmas dinner with your family, eat some chocolate on Easter. Like guys, you shouldn't. 
Yeah. Your diet, quote unquote, should not be your diet for your whole life. It should be a, like a change and a conscious effort to eat healthy. If all around. All around healthy diet. Like make sure you eat yeah. some green, green stuff three times a day. If not three times, once a day. Eat some broccoli or some spinach once a day. Make like the small efforts to eat better. Don't eat McDonald's. Like just make smart choices. But if you want to have McDonald's, you want to take your kid to get a Happy Meal, then go take your kid to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal. If that's like, you may feel like crap later, but like do that. Like don't, it shouldn't be like deprivation because that just stems insecurity and food insecurities and fear of food. And it's just not good, especially at so young of a freaking age she was. Like she started this industry and she was a little bitty baby kid. Yeah. I think like 14, I think was when she was first on Disney channel. So, um, she started when, when freaking, she was on there when Miley Cyrus was on there. So, um, Madison's or, uh, Demi's sister, Madison, by the way, she has an older sister who's our age, 33. Um, okay. And then she has a younger sister, Madison, who's the songs about is 19 and it's her, it's her stepsister. Um, yeah. So that song's a great story. Another one that is awesome that gives a great story that's obvious is 15 minutes is a song oh yeah specifically directed at her ex-fiance the guy that if you don't know the story about that basically she started dating this guy that was a pseudo not famous like no one knew who he was actor and um she, she started dating her very shortly like four months after they were together he proposed with a big rock big social media thing and then broke up with her very shortly after that he basically and, did it for clout. Yeah. And this whole, that song is, people were saying like all of her friends around him and her were saying that he literally just proposed just for 50, for his little 15 minutes of fame. And I don't even know what the guy's name is still. So it didn't work well. Um, yeah, no, he looked really bad. Yeah. He looked really bad. Cause everybody was like, she's just like, seriously, she said yes. A proposal like Ariana Grande has been engaged. She's engaged for her third time. Granted her second time, her fiance died. So that's an exception, but like, I mean, come on. There's plenty of celebrities that have been engaged and unengaged multiple times. Like, why are we judging Demi for that? That makes no sense. Um, another one, I think, is standout song. What's one? What's a standout song for you on there? Did I hit? I don't know if I. Um, the ones that you that you said stood out to me. I think her cover of Mad World was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, that was. Really um, cool. her the song Easy with Nor- Noah Cyrus. Um. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that song. Um, she has a song on here with Ariana Grande that's really good. She has a song on here with Sweetie that's really good. My girlfriends are my boyfriends. I really like that song. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I mean, yeah, overall, like the whole album. I mean, there's some that I already heard before, like what other people say with um, Sam Fisher is a really good song. I think, I think uh, the Bean right now. Yeah, the Bean really likes that song. He listens to it with me all the time. Um, she has a song on here called California Sober, but I don't really remember that song, but I... I like that song. I just couldn't... Re- I, that's a song that I wasn't quite sure what it meant. Like, why California yeah. Sober? Like, why not, like... Why? I mean, it talks about her... There's There's definitely an underlying message of, like, her going back to, like, her faith, and, like... Um, there's a line in the dancing with the devil where she basically is like crying out to God saying like, oh. I, sh- I know I should have done this. Okay. What? So California sober is an approach to recovery that includes drinking alcohol and smoking weed in moderation. 
While this approach is controversial, experts say that some people are able to manage their drug use through harm reduction strategies such as this one rather than maintaining a completely sober lifestyle. However, this approach is not advised for people who have addictive substance use patterns. So apparently... Uh, that makes no sense. Yeah. It's it's supposed to help with sobriety, but not u- useful for people who have addictive addictive personalities. That makes yeah. no sense. She even said, like, she even says in an interview that she doesn't she doesn't recommend this to anyone, and that um she doesn't she said um she doesn't believe her approach is the safest for everyone and is cautious about explaining it in detail. So she doesn't like necessarily explain like why she does it that way. But basically they're saying that if basically it's like I give a, give a little to gain a little. So instead of her shooting up heroin, she smokes weed and she'll drink wine, she'll drink alcohol, which are the exception, like which are the acceptable recreational drugs in the world, which is why. So that's what California sober means. I didn't know that until just now. I just Googled it. That's crazy. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, I guess it's like, I mean, alcoholics start smoking cigarettes because they need something, some sort of addictive focus because that's where their, their minds do. So I guess she's just smoking weed and drinking instead of shooting up heroin and doing Coke. I don't know. That's a lot of people. That's like, it wouldn't, people would, I mean, that's what freaking Miley Cyrus does. She stays smoking weed. So I think she's, she said she was sober. Miley? Yeah. So completely sober. Miley is not, Miley has not stopped smoking weed twin. Hmm. There is no way. I guess when people refer to sobriety, they're talking about illegal drugs, I guess. But technically, sobriety means you use no controlled substances whatsoever. So back in 2017, she said she stopped smoking weed, but she she is. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know if this is, says mom got her smoking marijuana. Oh, okay. So 10, 12, 2018, her mom is the one who got her smoking as of June 30th, 2020. Um, she said she's according to showbiz that she stopped. She's been sober. She's, she's completely sober. Since, um, since her split with Liam, Liam Pensworth. She stops. Yeah. She, because I swear yeah. I saw her just recently post something on her Instagram of her smoking weed. She, she did post something on Instagram, but she likes to post these old photo, old paparazzi photos of herself. Oh. So she'll post like happy anniversary and it'll be her being like hella ratchet in like 2016 or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was going to say, I remember, I remember in June of last year, her saying that she was going to be sober. There was like a whole article. Oh, about wow. it. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So I guess she's been sober since 2020. Huh. Interesting. Sweet. Okay. Back to um, okay. <laughs> so I think like, I think like the overall idea for me about this album is that like, it definitely is a really good album. It's like got some really nice, I mean, Demi Lovato's voice is killer anyways. So it's enjoyable to listen to because she's so, such a great singer. It's got like some really good upbeat songs, got some really good ballads. And I think that's important. Like, I don't want to listen to an entire album of like every single song is a banger. Like, no. Um, I also like albums with storylines. And I think that her storyline, the storyline in this album is just what really drives me. And the fact that it's like basically an autobiography type of situation makes it even more cool for me. Um, so yeah, we have any final thoughts about it, Twin? Yeah, I mean, 
that's pretty much it. I think she just did a fantastic job of telling her own story. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think she did a great job of telling her story and that people should really get a chance. If you have a chance to listen to it, please do. It's pretty long, but the last song on it is called, it's called good place. Like she's, so she's, she definitely wrote this song and the intention of encouraging and, you know, making people feel good and like you can get through things. So, but yeah, so please go listen to it. If you let us know what you think about the album. Um, but before yes. we go, let's do our go girl and no girl or, and, or no girl. Um, okay. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. So my go girl is that I've been trying to catch up on all of my reading for my certification. I am still chugging along on the certification. They give you six months and I think I'm trying to give my, I'm trying to be done with all of the study materials and everything, like reading the whole book and everything in, uh, three months, I think is a good solid place. Maybe the longest four. And then that gives me like two weeks of like super hardcore review and then I can take my test. So that's kind of like the schedule I'm on. Um, I was, I think originally I told Amber I wanted to get it, do it in eight weeks, but it's like because of how thoroughly I like to take notes, it takes me like an hour per section and there's 23 chapters and there's like five sections in each chapter. So we're talking like a hundred and hundred plus hours of studying. So I really, and yeah, of course I could speed that up, but I just really want to make sure that like I get it right the first time. So that said, I did make my way through, um, almost done with chapter nine. And the little study guide thing says I should be on chapter 12. So I do have a little bit of catching up to do, but, um, yeah, I've also have another friend who is, who was like downloaded the certification, but never actually finished studying, um, for using a different program. So she started back up again. Cause she was like, Oh, you're doing it. Like you're, she's like motivated again to do it. So that was really cool. Yeah. So what about for you? Um, I want to drop this one last thing about the album. Julie, Mike, Julia Michaels wrote, co-wrote a lot of the songs on this album also. Just so you know. Oh, she did? Yeah. That's cool. Looking through the credits. So that's pretty cool. Demi wrote all the songs, but she had co-writers and Julia Michaels is a co-writer in a lot of the songs. So that's awesome. Okay. So my go girl is that this week I found out that I am on this advisory board for this project here at India I've talked about before. And I found out that they picked one of my ideas and I'm so excited. That's awesome. I'm so pumped. Yeah, it's so great. Like I put a lot of work into it and I kind of had a little bit of insecurity about being put in this position because it's like probably the biggest project I've ever team worked on. Um, and so I was really excited that my idea got picked. So yay. That's so awesome. Happy. But great job. Uh, thank you. But, um, all right. So on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys tuning in with us every week on Wednesday. Um, again, if you guys need, you know, if you guys want to follow us on our social media, we'd love that. Um, please also go follow, um, Ashley's vlog, uh, the Schweitzer family on YouTube. Also, if you are not already following them, please subscribe. Um, I think Ashley does a vlog once a day. So you guys, hello. I, yeah, I think that. I'm, I'm doing like every other day. Okay. So, so like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, tentatively. So three vlogs a week, plus our podcast on Wednesday. So you get devil Ashley on, on Wednesday. Um, but anyways, thank you guys again. Please listen next week. Let us know what you guys think about Jenny's album. And we will talk to you guys soon. Alrighty. Bye.